Hey everyone, and welcome to the South Carolina Grower Exchange Podcast. Every week, agents, specialists, and growers from around the state chat about what's happening in the field and discuss the latest crop weather, insect, disease, and weed issues, as well as timely reminders and information related to fruit and vegetable production in South Carolina. Remember, you can read weekly field updates and register for upcoming events by visiting the SC Grower blog at scgrower.com. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the South Carolina Grower Exchange. We appreciate you tuning in with us. Uh, we've got some agents from different parts of the state this morning, and we're just going to go through and give a, a little crop update of what's going on. So I will go first. Um, around the Edgefield, Aiken, Saluda County area of the Midlands. Um, we're kind of wrapping up peach season. There's not a whole heck of a lot going on, but um, we are still picking just a few of those later varieties. Of course, those are the varieties that got hit pretty hard by that March um, freeze event that we had. So um, Big Red is still being picked uh, in some places. Things like September Sun, um, those again are going to be a really short crop, um, so not a whole lot of volume moving out on those. Also, the market has kind of dropped. Um, prices are not as great as they were, so not moving as many peaches around. Most growers at this point are just getting ready for um, planting new orchards, so there's a lot of trees being pushed up, a lot of land being cleared and plowed and, and kind of prepped for a new planting that'll go in this winter. Um, so that's kind of what's going on, mostly what's going on uh, in the peach business. Um, some other crops that are coming along pretty nicely, um, some late season tomatoes and peppers, um, still some eggplants out there. Um, those are looking good. I'm just kind of keeping an eye on those. We haven't had a ton of rain that was very widespread um, in the past couple of weeks. We've had some crazy downpours, but they've been really hit and miss. Uh, again, just kind of really weird little pop-up storms. So we've still got some areas that are pretty dry, not consistent rain by any means. But that's what's happening in this area of the Midlands. Um, Bruce, what's going on in the PD? Hey, Sarah. Um, so, so I guess to, to echo what you were just talking about, the uh, the rains have been, you know, still kind of hit miss around the PD. It's, uh, you know, if you if you get under some of those showers, you know, you get a, a really good wash. But uh, but you know, you can be literally two miles down the road from it and and get nothing at all. So it's uh, you know, it was it was kind of funny. I was on the on the PD rake the other day, and it it rained everything behind the Pittner building. But uh, nothing in front of it. I mean, it was just a, lot, a light sprinkle in front of us. So it's, that just goes to show you how how the rains are, are still, you know, coming in for us. Um, but as far as uh, crops, uh, you know, we got some some fall vegetable crops going in, uh, some peas, some butter beans, um, squash, cucumbers, uh, some fall tomatoes. Um, so you know, all of that looks pretty good. A lot of folks still. You know they're 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 in the planting stages for strawberries. It sounds like it's going to be 
you know, just talking to the to the strawberry growers this year, it sounds like it's going to be another big year for strawberries around the BD. The um, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Oh, it was uh, it sounds like Ruby June might be in short uh, supply from uh, from everybody that I've talked to. And so, you know, that's, that's one variety, you know, if, if you, if you find any, you know, and you really want it, you might better go ahead and jump on it. Um, so, but, um, uh, blueberries wrapped up last week. And as far as fruit, uh, you know, muscadines are, are, you know, looking really good for the most part. They, uh, were, um, if I had to guess, I'd say noble, uh, you know, as far as on your wine grapes, uh, Noble is around 10, maybe 15 percent, uh, uh, you know, colored. The um, Carlos is probably around five to seven percent colored. Doreen is still, you know, it's, it's still pretty, pretty good ways, uh, you know, away from from any type of coloration. Uh, fresh market, you know, we've got uh, Tara has been picking pretty, pretty good. Uh, you know, some of some of the other ones are, you know, it's basically just really getting into the into the stride on the on the fresh market as well. So um, I guess that, that that's about everything into into PD. All right, great, thanks, Bruce. Justin, how about your area of the Midlands? Uh, just like you and Bruce, we've gotten some rain. Uh, Friday morning was particularly rainy. Uh, we got about two inches at my house Friday morning. Little over an inch and a half over in Lexington. Um, Newberry somehow missed uh, a lot of that rain. They only got about three quarters of an inch. Um, I was kind of surprised by that because it looked like the storms came from kind of that direction, but must have gone around it somehow. Um, been looking at some pecans lately. Uh, pecans are looking really good right now, especially compared to what we ended up with last year. Growers are doing a super good job of managing scab so far. Uh, I've, I've seen very little scab in managed orchards. I'm seeing a little bit on uh, yard trees and stuff, um, but overall it's much lower this year than last year due to how dry it's been at times this summer. We haven't seen very many black aphids either, uh, so we're still in good shape there. Uh, we are seeing some trees uh, aborting some nuts right now, and I don't think it's due to insects or disease. I think it's probably due to some of those dry times that we've had. Um, I mentioned we got a good shot of rain uh, Friday, and we had another good shot of rain a couple weeks earlier, maybe two weeks earlier. Uh, but in between those, it has been kind of dry, so I think that's what's leading to some of these abortions. Um, However, we still appear to have a good crop on the trees, and I think we're going to come out pretty well this, this uh, fall if things keep going the way that they're going. Um, we're still planting some vegetable crops. Uh, brassicas and cucurbits are still going in the ground, and they're getting up and going really, really well right now. Um, we are seeing some caterpillars here and there, so Everybody needs to be scouting as soon as they put those plants in the ground. And let's see, what else? Um, butter beans, we're picking some butter beans right now. 
they're doing pretty well. Uh, growers are reporting getting good prices for butter beans. We'll probably finish up with that here shortly. That's about it for now. All right, thanks, Justin. Yeah, I, um, I've i seen a, a little bit of that nut abortion um, around Edgefield County too. I've just noticed that. I haven't really looked at the pecans very closely because um, I've been wrapped up in peaches, but now that the season's winding down and I'm starting to pay attention to it, I have seen some of that too so mm -hmm. I would say weather related makes a lot of sense yeah I, what I've been saying is for the folks that have irrigation in their orchards just pay close attention to how much the trees are getting make sure they're not stressing when we're not getting rain um, especially from now to the end of the season while the nuts are filling out right Thanks, Justin. Zach, how about how about the low country? Or not low country, your coast. The coast. The yeah. Coast. Um, yeah, it's been uh just like y'all said, kind of hit or miss with the rain. Some areas are dry, some areas, you know, they're trying to send rain other places. Um, so you know, there's a lot of variability there, but it's kind of quiet in the fields right now. Okra is coming in. We can't keep up picking the okra. Um but uh, it's looking real good. It's loving the, the rain and the heat coming in pretty good. Pumpkins, I got a couple growers that are doing some fall pumpkins for pumpkin patches and, and that sort of thing. Um, they're actually looking really good this time of year uh, with all the rains and humidity and everything. You know, I'm telling growers to really stay to a tight spray program um, because downy will jump on the pumpkins um, pretty hot and heavy. And once you get downy in there, it's really hard to reverse it. So preventative sprays for that. Um, you know, obviously we get a lot of powdery mildew this time of year if you go through a little drier cycle. Um, and so there's some uh, powdery mildew specific fungicides that we can use um, to clean powdery up. And then I'm telling growers, you know, watch out for pickle worms and melon worms and that sort of thing. Um, they can get in the fruit. Uh, we got some products that are that are pretty good, that are pretty targeted um, towards those insects. Um, and a couple of them can be run through the drip system. And they have a good good residual, um, I'm thinking Corrigin specifically, you know, it has a 10 to 14 day residual. Um, so it does a really good job of keeping the <clears throat> pickle worms out of the fruit. Um, so that's pretty important. Um, watermelons, the fall watermelons are starting to run. They're, they're coming off the plastic now um, and their vine run. So they'll be closing the road middles soon. Growers are putting out herbicide down in the alleys. Um, but um, that crop's looking pretty good. Again, they've had pretty good weather as long as you can keep the worms and the, the mildews off of the, the plants. Um, in citrus, I know that's specific to down here, but we've seen a, um, citrus red mite has really jumped on the plants lately. And then with this last flush of growth um, going into the fall from the citrus, we have just got hammered with um, leaf miners. Um, so, so be on the lookout for that. I can really take away yield and, and tree growth and that sort of thing. So. Um, but other than that, we're getting ready for strawberry season. I had a lot of growers uh, asking, inquiring about where to get plants, you know, how to put down um, Vapam or Chloropic and working on their fumigate management plans. So really being proactive and asking the right questions um, going into the season based off what we saw last year in those same fields. And so I think um, we're doing the right thing, asking the right questions. Um, 
we have a strawberry meeting tomorrow. Uh, we're going to talk, be talking about dipping plants, or Dr. Schnabel is, and I think that's a really good talk for a lot of growers, um, and it's something we probably really need uh, to focus on as a collective group going into the year. Um, and another thing that I've been kind of recommending, I've kind of watched it for the last couple of years, and, and I'm seeing a lot of growers put down two rows of drip tape um, on their strawberries. And I think in our sandier soils, um, that's probably a good idea. Um, I see a lot of places in the field, let's say the machine gets off a little bit or the drip tape gets off to one side. You might have 50 or 100 or 200 plants that just look real poor on one side of the bed. And a lot of times I think it's because the tape has migrated over closer to one side. And typically the plants on that one side will look a lot, lot better than plants in that row. Um, and so, you know, I've had growers, I've recommended that to a few growers who have had that issue in the past. Um, and they, they say, well, it's an added cost. Well, you're looking at, you know, $200 an acre added cost. Um, but really in the grand scheme of things, what is that 10, 15 buckets of strawberries? Um, so it really doesn't take, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 plants, um, strawberries that you save by putting two, two rows of drip down. I think you're going to recoup your money fairly quickly on that. So, um, I've seen it on a couple farms. I think the consistency of using two rows or two rolls of drip um, on a bed top is, in my mind, at least anecdotally, I think it pays for itself. So I'm hoping to see more of that this year and uh, hopefully can provide an update uh, next year about this time on how well that worked. But anyway, that's uh, about it for now. Well, thanks, Zach. Yeah, so um, the 16th, Tuesday the 16th from 6.30 to 8 is that strawberry Zoom. Um, and then to correct me if I'm wrong on this, but um, September 22nd is the fall field day at EREC. Um, so uh, I think row crops is kind of one of the things they're going to focus on, but they are, um, they are going to have uh, some highlights of pumpkins and sweet potato. So if that's something that you might be interested in as well, um, you can attend that field day. And we'll have information about that or probably already have information about that um, on the South Carolina Grower blog. And all of our upcoming meetings and field days and anything like that um, are posted in our upcoming events section. So make sure to check out that over on the blog. Thanks everybody. Um, Bruce, Justin, Zach, appreciate y'all being on today and giving us an update and we will catch everybody next time. Sounds good. Thanks, Sarah. See you guys. Thanks.